let's talk about passive income. First off, what is passive income? The basic idea of passive income is that it's income you earn without working. I'm Taylor Vick and this is the Real Estate Fund Insider. We're pulling back the curtain on how to grow wealth and passive income through real estate investment funds. So, you know, generally there's two types of income. There's what's, you know, if using tax language, earned income and unearned income. Earned income means you went to work and you got paid. Unearned income means you didn't go to work, but you still got paid. It's pretty easy to see why you would want passive income because you don't have to work to get the money. Um, this is, uh, you know, something I love about my generation, the millennial generation and the, the younger generation, Gen Z, is that we've got a very different idea of what investing is versus previous generations. I think in the past, people's idea was, well, you work your whole life and you, you know, buy the biggest house you can afford and the nicest cars, but you make sure you save some money. So when you're 65 and you retire, you can, you know, still live in that house and still drive those cars. I think my generation and, and Gen Z has taken a totally different approach to that whole paradigm and has said, look, we, you know, we have a high standard of living and we want to live. We don't want to work. So how can we find investments today that allow us to do the things we want to do, allow us to spend time with our family or our friends versus going to work every day? Um, and, you know, how do we make the most out of life? Because we don't believe getting the most out of life is about buying the most stuff. We think it's about having the most quality time and doing things you enjoy. So that paradigm shift is like super exciting to me. And I'm part of that paradigm shift. And that's why I ended up doing what I'm doing. And I think, you know, the focus on passive income is super, super cool and very important um, for my generation, for Gen Z too. <clears throat> I think one thing that's been overlooked a lot is real estate investment funds. I think because they seem out of reach a lot for uh, people my age, I think they seem like they're not offered to people my age. I think they seem too complex for people my age. And so they've kind of not really been looked at and maybe, you know, they haven't really been offered either. But when it comes down to it, one of the best investments you can do for passive income is real estate. So if I buy a rental house and it makes me $500 a month, I make that $500 a month, whether I'm on the beach every day for that month or whether I'm working in my office every day for that month. And as long as I can keep the place in good condition and keep it repaired and have good tenants, that's going to keep happening. Um, and so I can build on that and another 500, another 500, more and more investments to establish a very nice passive income stream. I think a great thing about this asset class is that it's relatively low risk. People need a place to live. So there's always going to be demand for this product. Uh, and generally, the population of the United States is increasing. The economy has increased over time, which all those things mean there's going to be more people renting and they're going to be able to pay higher rents. So it's got the ability to go up over time. So you may start at $500 a month, but it could be $1,000 a month by the time you're, you know, 45 or 50. Um, another thing is that it is just very consistent wealth building. It allows you to build wealth consistently over time. And one thing I love to show people is really the power of debt, the power of good debt. Where a lot of people look at debt and say, it's bad, I want no debt. Uh, me as an investor, 
I, I look at debt and say, utilize the correct way, it's good and it can help me make a lot of money. So the way that would work, for instance, is if I make a 15% return on my rental home investment, but the bank loan is 4%, well, clearly I want to take someone else's money and pay them 4% so I can go earn 15% off of it. So just the paradigm between the return you get and what you have to pay for that money, uh, you know, clearly there's something there. Also, every time you make your mortgage payment, you're paying down your principal on your loan. So you have a built-in function that increases your equity. And really, your tenant's doing that for you. So your tenant gives you the rent check, you pay the bank, part of that pays down the mortgage. So you have more equity since now you owe the bank less. But also, you've only paid them 4% on the interest portion, and you've made 15 or 20% on what you get to keep. So you're paying a lot less uh, to the bank than what you're making. Plus, your wealth is increasing over time as the principal is paid down. So you're consistently building wealth by paying the loan down every month. But you're also consistently building wealth because, in general, property values tend to increase over time. They may fluctuate, but as far as asset classes go, real estate is one that tends to always go up. As long as you're in an area where the population is increasing, then the value of the real estate is going up solely because they ain't making no more land. You know, there's no other place to go. Um, and if you're in a desirable area where the population is growing, your va the value of that real estate is going to increase. So you've got the, the discipline of paying the mortgage down monthly. You've got the money that you're making over top of your mortgage payment. And then you've got the value of the property and the rents really going up over time. So those things allow you not just to capture the return on the investment in the beginning, but to see that return actually grow over years. So I, I think a great reason why someone should invest in a fund versus trying to do it on their own is it just gets you in the game. I mean, I have people that I know who have been about to invest in real estate for 10 years. There's probably people who've been about to invest in real estate for their lifetime. And think about all the money they didn't make by not pulling the trigger. And look, it's difficult. It's a very difficult business. There's a lot of factors going on. You are investing your money, which you don't want to lose. And it's, uh, you know, really real estate is not passive. Investing through a fund is passive, but there is management of the real estate. There are loans that sometimes have to be renewed. There are insurance claims, maintenance, things like that. There's a lot to consider. And I think all those put together keep people from getting into real estate. But with a fund, you don't have to worry about those things. You don't have to spend, you know, five years educating yourself like I did before you actually do something. You can day one know that there are professionals involved who can do all the work and your money can get to work right away instead of waiting 10 years until you finally learn everything you think to make you comfortable or just never even doing it at all. I mean, just the opportunity cost of being able to do it immediately versus trying to do it on your own is huge and you can't get more time. That's the most important thing in investing is the earlier you do it, the more money you're going to make. You can't replace time lost. And I think in particular, why you want to do a fund and why you want to do it with Blue Ridge is because we know all that stuff. You know, we've learned it. We've got 50 years of experience between us all and we're, you know, not, and that experience isn't just kind of doing it, it's literally doing it every day, 
thinking about it all the time, going to conferences, talking to other professionals. We have such a wealth of knowledge that takes so long to build that you get to tap into that immediately. We also have larger resources and better networks. So we're able to find deals that uh, other people can't find. Um, we're constantly working on it and we have these relationships. So we're able to find these deals which you get to be part of. We're also able to get better financing terms. We're able to get better costs on materials. For instance, you know, right now we own 100 homes. So we are putting smart locks or we have put smart locks in a lot of the homes. We ordered 100 smart locks at once. I mean, imagine the cost and efficiencies of buying them one at a time. Or we put granite in 32 units basically at the same time, we bought 32 slabs of granite. I mean, imagine the price, the pricing we got on that versus what you would get trying to do it to just one home. So even though there are fees associated with um, investing with someone else or with a fund, usually you make so much more money than those fees cost solely because of the efficiencies of large investments that it's just so worth it. Plus the fact that you've got the expertise plus the fact that you put your money to work today instead of five, 10, 15 years down the road. And you know, on the topic of time and the time you have to research to become expert enough to do it on your own, you've taken that time away from something else you're really good at, from whatever your career is or whatever else you need to focus on. So you could have, you know, instead of researching real estate, you could have been focusing on being the best at what you do make more money doing that than you could otherwise, and then make more money in real estate by giving to someone else who's a professional. So a lot of it comes down to time management as well as um, as really realizing that it takes a lot to get into real estate and with a fund or with us, you can get plugged in immediately into expertise, into pricing efficiencies, into relationships that have deals. So one of the most important things when it comes to building passive income or just investing in general is to do things sooner rather than later. Again, you can't get that time back. And if you look at some very simple mathematics as to someone who started investing less earlier versus someone who started investing more later, the person who started less earlier is going to have a lot more money than the person who's started investing more later. So getting in there quickly and building that passive income while you continue to focus on your career or your family or whatever it is, is just a, a massive reason why real estate is so good. Um, you know, there's a lot of other stuff out there now that millennials and, and Gen Z are looking at. And a lot of these things are rather exotic, things like NFTs, uh, cryptocurrencies, or even more your traditional stocks uh, and bonds. You know, as kind of a blanket statement, the reason why I've been so attracted to real estate versus, you know, the entire universe of investments, because I've studied everything and I've landed on real estate, is because real estate is so incredibly tangible, not just from the pure fact that you can touch it, but from the fact that you control it. So if I own a single family house, first off, I own it completely. There's not a CEO, there's not a board member. There's not some abstract nexus of contracts creating a company. It is a physical structure that I own. And with that, I can inspect it. I can go through myself. I can go through with a contractor and make sure everything looks good. I can have a attorney do legal research to make sure everything is good. I can have an appraisal look, appraiser look at it and say the value is good. I can look at rents in the market and say, I know I can achieve these rents. 
But when you're investing in a stock, I mean, what can you really do? And you're also going up against the smartest people in the world who invest in stocks and who have more money than you know you could ever imagine. So you're not on an even playing field where with real estate, I can be the only person looking at a deal. I can have a personal relationship with the owner and I can research everything about it. And I can come up with a game plan to improve that real estate to make more money. Where with stocks, you can't do that. And with Bitcoin, you can't do that. And with crypto or other cryptos or NFTs, you really can't do that either. I think one of the most important key things in investing, period, is something called intrinsic value. Intrinsic value is this concept of something has a value that is not affected by other things. Intrinsic value is saying this thing has this value because of this. Something very tangible that you can tie it to. For instance, a rental property has value because somebody can live in it. At the most basic uh, level, a house is valuable because it provides shelter for somebody. Or it's valuable because you can store things from weather in there. Or it's valuable because you can raise a family in there. These things are very just factual as to why a house has value. It's also valuable because of those things, you can rent it to someone who wants shelter or who wants a place to live. With other asset classes, you don't really have that. I mean, what is the intrinsic value of a share of Apple stock? I mean, there are some complicated things we could get into, like liquidation value of a company, et cetera. But at the end of the day, I know I've got a house that someone can live in. And if it's the damn apocalypse and the world is going to nothing, I can live in one of my rental houses. You can't live inside your Bitcoin. So for that sole fact, there is a value established with real estate that will always exist. For stocks, NFTs, cryptocurrency, I don't really see that. I think currency in general is is always a little bit scary as to what the value of a currency is. My opinion, the only thing that gives a US dollar value is that I have to pay my taxes with it. And if I don't pay my taxes with it, I go to jail. You know, it's the only currency the US government accepts. Therefore, I've got to have it so I can stay out of jail. Therefore, I need it and it has value. For something like cryptocurrency, I don't really, I don't really think that's there. Um, and that's why you see these insane fluctuations in Bitcoin and other cryptos. I mean, the, the level of risk taken on by investing in, in a currency, first off, a currency isn't really something you invest in. It's something you buy stuff with, but people are using it as an investment. Just the variability is insane because there's no real true intrinsic value. There's really nothing you can tie it back to and say, this is why Bitcoin has value. There really isn't anything. Um, I feel largely the same way about NFTs. I think, in, I think as a blanket statement, NFTs are exciting and there's going to be a lot of good things that come out of that ability to basically claim ownership to, uh, to non-physical assets. However, the valuation of them is so highly subjective, you know, it, it's a monkey wearing sunglasses that's on your computer. You know, how do you really come up with an intrinsic value of that? It, it's similar to art, right? How do you really put an intrinsic value on art? Can you make money with these things? Yes. Is it predictable? No. Can you steadily build wealth over your lifetime with it? Probably not. But can you do that with real estate? Yes, you can. That's why I think everyone needs to be 
invested in real estate, you know, and I always say, you know, real estate is the oldest investment is the first investment. If you had land, if you had shelter, that was something of value that you that you just need to have. Overall, can you should you invest in NFTs, stock market, uh, cryptocurrencies? Yes. I mean, I think everyone should have various investments. I mean, should you invest in the metaverse? Probably. I mean, I'm going to do it or I am doing it, but it's a very small part of what I'm doing because it's high risk, right? If something's high risk, you put a little money in it and you either lose it all or you get a really, really big return. So that's why you put a little bit of money in it. You can still make a lot, but not lose it all. But something to really have a game plan to grow over your lifetime, to provide stable income, not just to yourself, but to the next generation, uh, you know, to your family. Real estate is has been that really since the beginning of civilization. And it is just such a cornerstone that you have to invest in. So just kind of summarize why I think real estate is so important versus some of these other things. I mean, what is going to happen with the monkey wearing sunglasses in the next month, the next year, the next 10 years, the next hundred years? You know, what is Apple stock going to do in the next month? I can tell you what's going to happen with my rental properties the next month. Well, my resident is going to pay their rent. I am going to pay the bank. That's going to lower the principal balance of my loan, which is going to increase the equity in my home. And I'm going to have some extra money to put in my pocket afterwards. Well, maybe a resident doesn't pay, but over time, that's going to be the trend. I can replace them with, with a better resident or I can help them work through their current situation. But I know over the next 50, 100 years, there's going to be someone in there and 98% of the time rent is going to be paid and I'm going to have extra money and increase that cash flow. I can't say that for any stock. I mean, the Dow Jones has 30 stocks on it. When it was founded, there was 30 stocks. All 30 stocks that were on the original Dow Jones no longer exist. You know, it's just very difficult to know what uh, is going to happen with some of these more esoteric investments, even stocks. I mean, I consider stocks somewhat esoteric. I studied stocks for seven years. It still doesn't make sense to me. How can you really predict what's going to happen? How can you know what a CEO, a board of directors is doing? How can you know what their operations in India are really going to do? You know, who knows what the next Enron is? But with real estate, I can inspect it. I can kick it. I can know that it's some, a place where people are going to live you know, forever. And therefore, it's got a long-term predictable value.